Welcome back or welcome to this podcast. This is Tally Untitled Thoughts with me, Tally. I had a lot of fun writing this episode and it's definitely my favourite so far. This episode is about stagnation. The inspiration came from me recently re-watching one of my favourite shows, Bojack Horseman. The Age of Stagnation is described in Season 2, Episode 2 and I want to talk about what it is, how we get there and how we get out of it. So before we start, for those who haven't seen it, the storyline of Bojack Horseman, an anthropomorphic horse as described on IMDb, follows this. After starring in the popular sitcom Horsing Around in the late 80s and early 90s, Bojack struggles with his deteriorating popularity, depression, addiction and maintaining relationship with those he cares about but can't stop hurting, all while living in the satirical, pun-filled city of Hollywood, California. The short conversation that sparked this episode is between characters Diane and Kelsey. Diane remarks, of course the first time Bojack dates a woman his own age, she's basically just a stunted 20-year-old. Kelsey replies, well, Bojack's stunted too. He got famous in his 20s, so he's going to be in his 20s forever. After you get famous, you stop growing, because you don't have to. Every celebrity has an age of stagnation. Diane says, I'm glad I never got famous. I mean, I did write a best-selling book, but I'm not famous famous. Kelsey says, it doesn't just happen when you get famous. Your age of stagnation is whenever you stop growing. For most people, it's when they get married, set into a routine. You meet someone who loves you unconditionally, never challenges you or wants you to change, and then you never change. Diane finishes this interaction saying, but mostly it's just the famous people, right? So what is stagnation? The age of stagnation is simply when you stop growing. In Bojack Horseman, at least, it's when you are never challenged in a routine in which no one ever encourages change. Something that this show does which works really well is in using someone who is considered a celebrity in Hollywood, renamed Hollywoo and now called Hollywoob, as it is something that we all see and observe in one way or another. Whether you're someone who follows all your favourite celebs or not, these people tend to be figures that people feel they know. Using celebrity and fame to frame this age of stagnation when people can form more intimate parasocial relations with them, especially because of social media, shows just how much a lack of accountability, challenge and thus change can be influenced by people we surround ourselves with and who we choose to listen to. I could talk about how much I love this show all day, but this episode isn't about that. So how do we get there? I think like Diane, at the end of the scene, having the sudden realisation that she was in a phase of stagnation, that it's not only something that requires a mass lack of accountability by hundreds of other people viewing your life, that it comes from you and your partner, a mere two people falling into a routine that captures stagnation perfectly. It's usually like that. It just creeps up and hits you and you're like, well shit, what do I do now? And because it creeps, we don't realise we end up there until we do, or someone points it out to us. You know those interactions and a friend you haven't seen in a while, a relative, just someone, asks, what have you been up to lately? And you just kind of think for a minute and think, good question, what have I been up to lately? And realise the answer is, well, nothing. Nothing is what I've been doing lately. Why did you have to ask me this? So you have to come up with a generic answer, this and that, you know, school, uni, work, or you try and start them talking whilst also making yourself look like you haven't utterly wasted an entire month with something like, 
I'm starting to think smartphones are actually making us less connected. And you know it's different from when you actually have been doing things because you can jump into a monologue. Whether you choose to or not, the point is you can. Your brain thinks of something. Perhaps you say, well, I recently visited that place, started that project, read that book. You did something, anything more interesting or valuable than the monotony of your regular life. You have done something out of your regular routine that piqued your interest and creativity and you had an opinion on it, for better or for worse, that wasn't a shade of grey. So I'm sure most people have been in a funk before, a bit slower than usual, feeling a bit like a tumbleweed, but there's not even a breeze anymore to keep you fumbling along, or what I'm going to call through a period of stagnation, because it sounds a bit better. It was creeping, but you knew, and for me, when January came along, the start of 2021, people have been asking, what have I been doing and how's uni and I was saying I was fine with a semi-enthusiastic nod of my head. Whilst inside knowing that's a lie, I'd been doing nothing. I did pretty much nothing for the month of January. February was a bit better but I knew and I know but unfortunately knowing doesn't make you all of a sudden start visiting places, starting projects and reading new books But I convinced myself that telling people I'm doing things meant that I was, or at least that I would soon. I feel like stagnation is so difficult to get out of because once you're in it, you are in it. Precisely because there is no challenge or change, you have have to not only notice it, which is the easier part, but make a conscious effort to get out of it. Additionally for me, this is usually a slow process. I don't wake up and go, hey, you haven't been doing anything lately. Start doing stimulating things and it magically happens and everything slots into place. It's little by little. And in an age where so many things have an element of instant satisfaction, that may also play into my dissatisfaction of this slow process. Another reason I wasn't a fan of this slow revival of my creativity was because it was something that I know I needed to do and needed to do rather soon, not a want to do that could have been approached in a more nonchalant way. And I think that in many instances, we do just get out of it. Generally, just as it creeps up on us, it eventually washes away. Those moments where you have procrastinated on that thing you didn't want to do eventually gets done. You start eating properly again, going outside, greeting those outside your room with elbow taps while smiling with your eyes. And I thought about how to get out of this and how I have in the past. Something that's that's important in general, not stagnation specific, is not surrounding yourself with yes men. And this came up in my thoughts because I was relating it to celebrity culture at first, those that coddle them. managers who have financial incentive or fans who stand their faves in a way that shelters them from personal growth. People who are constantly telling you that you can do no wrong, keep going exactly as you are, can be nice to have around but probably don't help you get out of your suspension and stagnation. If you're stranded on an island, doing so in a fluffy jacket and having a Wi-Fi connection might be nice but The best thing to do is to put in the hard work and get off the stranded island. There may be a week of wallowing as you've lost everything you love, but ultimately you know what you need to do to get back to that. As I said, January wasn't the best month for me. 
Despite that, it only emphasised the importance of having people around who gave me a few pushes to do things, gentle nudges to do anything. So if you can't pull yourself out sometimes, you need the help of others around you to push you in the right direction. We all know that stagnation isn't good. It may sneak up on you and it's hard to get out of. You may tell people things that are going better than they are. There's a hope that you will then have some external pressure to do these things and be able to tell those real stories of your adventures. I think the first step of getting unstagnated is recognising that you are stuck. It's much easier to make changes when you can recognise what you need to change. I think the hard bit is being honest about it and being honest about the changes that you have or haven't made. If you are unstuck right now, enjoy it, appreciate it. I think sometimes we forget to do this, like appreciating breathing when you've just recovered from a blocked nose. And if you're stuck right now or just understand feeling like this, I hope it's helped in some way to make those small steps. As great as it is to run, walking is important too. This has been Tally, Untitled Thoughts with me, Tally. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you next time.